0: hello everyone and welcome to work in progress the personal productivity science insights podcast produced by lmsl the life management science labs we are champions of life management science providing structured insights informed by science and inspired by practice on key aspects of conscious living each week we bring you scientific and practical insights on each element with the expert knowledge of professionals in the field let's get started I am your host, Tia Harmer, and today I am joined by Gabriella Yastra, fellow colleague and host of Room by Room and On the House. Today's topic is working from home and how your home space can help your productivity. Let's get started. Hi, Gabriella.
1: How are you? Hi, I'm good. How about you?
0: I'm good. Thank you so much for being here. This is an odd dynamic for me and Gabriella because if you haven't gauged already, Gabriella is another host of one of the gorgeous podcasts that we have here at LMSL. So do you want to introduce yourself and just kind of tell the people who you are?
1: Yeah, so um hi, I'm Gabriella. Um Hi really Gabriella. F- hi. <laughs> uh this is a really odd experience for me being on the other side of the table. Yeah it's um, so weird, right? Yeah. So, and uh, listening to to you get to do the introduction, I'm like, oh, this is so weird. Is that what I sound like? Um, No, but I have my own podcasts. Mm -hmm. So I do a podcast called Room by Room, which is about home organization. And another one about, it's called On the House, and that's about home management.
0: Mm. Um,
1: So... Um, let's see what else about me. So I started, um, (laughs) tell us about yourself. Um, so I started, uh, working for this, uh, company about a year ago, almost. Um, we all
0: started at the same time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And,
1: um, I also started studying at about the same time studying from home Mm. online. Yeah. So I went from working, um, in a shop and, um, having a lot of spare time Mm. to, Two part-time jobs and study from home. Um, and this job here, working for the podcast, um, mm. I mainly work from home, and then I come into the studios to record things. But that's once yeah. a week. So the rest of the time, I'm at home. Yeah, so it was a huge shift for, for me. Um, yeah, wow. Going from yeah, like I can do whatever I want at home to <laughs> um, being having to use every second of my time yeah. at home. Yeah. Um, to study or work and trying not to like, you know, let myself get um, distracted um, by home stuff like yeah oh my gosh I pet my cat
0: all the biggest time. problem ever yeah. <laughs> oh yeah literally so many so so many of the hosts have cats I think I'm I think me and Aditi are the only ones that don't have cats Aditi's got a dog and I have chickens but like so many of the hosts have cats and so every single meeting it's and it's always your cat or like Dita's <laughs> someone always like crawls across the screen mm-hmm. and just like walks on the keypad yes it's so cute yeah the
1: number of times I have to like open my door for him when I'm doing yeah. something and just let him in and then close the door again Mm. Um, because it's
0: his (laughs) room. Fair
1: enough. Yeah, exactly. Kingdom.
0: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. But, yes. Okay, so that's Gabriella. We're going to do some get-to-know-the-guest questions now. So this is the part of the show where I'm going to ask Gabriella some more personal questions so that we can get to know the guest. just, you know, a little bit more casually. You know, she's not here as an expert. <laughs> she's just here as just a guest. Uh, but, anyway, all right. So I'm going to ask you the following questions. What is a recent book you have read?
1: A recent book? Mm. This is not what I was going to talk about. Oh. Can I talk about my favorite <laughs> yeah. book? Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, my favorite book is actually a book series because I can't decide. Oh, yeah, it's okay. It's about 15 books long. Um, it's by. It's called The Realm of the Elderlings. It's by Robin Hobb. Ooh, um, it's okay. fantasy because I love fantasy. Yeah. I also love books that are bricks, um, <laughs> what does that mean they should be the size of a brick
0: oh as in like thickness i thought that was like an acronym for something cool no no okay, i just made like that like up the other day. Brick, yeah
1: because the book i'm brick reading at the books. moment is also a brick Jeez. like you could throw it at someone yeah it could do some damage wow. um i read this during uh lockdown the first one and it honestly kept me sane oh wow um because it's so long yeah. what i love about it is that it's like broken up into sections so it's like a trilogy and then another trilogy Mm. so you don't have to read them all in one go oh that's good but it's all like set in the one universe yeah I guess it's like the um, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah,
0: so, yeah, what is this, what are these about? Because it sounds very, like, Lord of the Ring vibes, but then also, like, what what are we working
1: with here? Okay, so the first sort of, there's a, there's sort of two storylines, main storylines going yeah. on in these books. So the first one is about this guy called Fitz. He's the illegitimate son of the king, and he basically mm. becomes an assassin.
0: Oh, wow. And okay. it's his
1: life, starting from, like, his birth, yeah. all the way to his death. Whoa. Over oh my gosh. 9 books. Whoa, that's so wow. <laughs> and and then the other section of the series mm. is about dragons. Oh, cool i mean dragons also feature in, in the other books but yeah. they're more about like the life cycle of the dragons for the this other ones so weird okay yeah Cool. Um, <laughs> and um basically it's all set in one place where you know there's a kingdom and they've all got magic yeah and they've got oh, um, i love dead that. people oh coming back to life cool um and they've got a you know um Free some dragons to save them from yep. the dead people. Cool. Um, I don't know. Actually, the thing I like about this the most, <laughs> yeah, isn't the like the the magic. It's the fact that a lot of it's quite mundane. Okay. Yeah. There's like one book. I always tell people this. There's one book where the first third of the book, the first third of the book, um, is just people coming to this guy Fitz who's living on a farm and going, mm. you need to come back and do adventures. And he's like, nah, I want a farm. <laughs> that's like a I good, like a hundred pages of this book. is him Jeez. going, nah, no, I want to okay. farm.
0: I love that. You um, get a king.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's what I love about this book is they just take a lot of time to do things and yeah, okay. it really allows you to like get really immersed into books. So you don't find it boring? No. Okay. All right. Yeah. Would you, so you wouldn't say it's like
0: fast paced. It's like pretty, no, it's pretty okay. slow
1: paced, okay. but in like a good way, I don't know. The okay. writing is good enough that you don't get bored. You're always okay, interested yeah. in what's happening next. That's my biggest
0: fear is like, I'm going to buy a book and then I'm like, this is really slow because I get bored like really quickly. So I need something that's like either really good writing or like the plot line is really good both is optimal <laughs> but
1: I, like... I i feel like it's not that there's no plot it's just it's not like a it's not like people fighting things it's not yeah. lots of twists and turns it's like it's a lot of relationship building actually Ooh, okay. so like people interacting with each other yeah okay i don't know if cool. i've described this book well about, but it's my favorite book <laughs> okay no
0: okay book okay series. what is it what's the okay, something so of the elderlings it's or? the realm
1: of the elderlings is the, the massive okay title of the whole series Whoa. i recommend you start with the first one yeah which is oh no i forgot what it's called <laughs> <laughs> my favorite book my ass. <laughs> it's like the first book by robin hobb okay yeah like the first one the first one um my god how do you the spell elder i think i think it's the assassin's apprentice the
0: realm of the oh there it is okay book trilogies Oh, yes! It is as the
1: Assassin's Apprentice. <gasps> they look so cool.
0: Whoa, sixteen books. Jeez. Oh, 16. oh
1: yeah, it is sixteen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is okay.
1: These look cool though. These look great. How did you find these? Like, what? My cousin. Yeah. Um, he lent me the first one about the well, not the first one. The first one that I read, which is about magical ships. Cool. Um, and he was like, "You'd like this because you like Cause fantasy, not? yeah."
0: And man, I loved them. I love fantasy books. Yeah, that is my everything. Is it? Is it like something that you've read? Like, can you compare it to something, or is this like a standalone? Like, it's really unique. Because it's giving me like Arthur and the Minimoys kind of
1: vibes. I mean, I guess I'm trying to think. Probably the closest is. Um, I also my second favorite book series mm. is by Patrick Rothfuss, yeah, and the first one's called The Name of the Wind, mm. um, and so this also follows a guy who's magical and his yeah. like life journey, cool, to being a, an assassin. Jeez, <laughs> 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 this is a bit of a trend. It's, yeah, okay. yeah, I, it's like high fantasy. I would say it's high fantasy, but like yep. not like really densely written in the way that, um, like Lord of the Rings is. I don't yeah, know. okay. I found it. I liked reading Lord of the Rings, but parts of it were kind of boring. Okay, yeah, fair enough. So I feel like it's easier yeah. and um oh. yeah, than than Lord of the Rings makes okay. sense. Okay, cool. Oh,
0: I really want to read these now. They sound well, really interesting. <gasps> yeah. Oh my gosh, please. They sound so good. Okay. So second question, and I don't really know what what like. Do I just do? Do, do you want me to just like? give you just like talk about movies because i've okay. got like questions like okay. what is a movie you would recommend but if I that I can but if that. you've got answers that you want to share because like for, for like context guys Gabriella like had prepared like answers to these questions that I haven't actually given her <laughs> so she's got answers that like will maybe answer the question so I'm just going to give you movies and yeah. you can just go okay. for it
1: so a movie that I would recommend yeah. is it's a Japanese movie called one cut of the dead oh okay um well. it's a zombie movie of course it is <laughs> okay i don't like zombie movies zombies freak me out yeah i had to stop watching zombie them.
0: movies is a very it's a very korean thing is it i don't know maybe it's i don't know maybe it's just a i don't know maybe i've only watched korean zombie movies and therefore I'm
1: just i like, tried watching train to busan yeah it, that's what i was talking about yeah i couldn't watch it it freaked me out too much
0: oh okay but this I, movie is not
1: okay so i should explain same. i don't yeah. like horror no zombie me movies neither. Freak me out so much, I can't sleep. Oh, okay. Um I'm also very... It's very easy to scare me, actually. Yeah, me too. But this movie... So, it's a Japanese movie about people making a movie about <laughs> zombies. Yeah. But then a zombie, zombies actually like, happen. Oh,
0: oh, wow. Okay. And oh, that sounds so creepy. so cool. Oh. And
1: I can't tell you much more than the fact that it's a movie about a movie about zombies, but there's actually zombies than that. Okay. Ooh, but you have okay. to watch it because it's amazing.
0: Is this is this like an animated movie or is this no, like human
1: <gasps> It's like real things. That
0: makes it creepier.
1: Oh but it's not it's not hugely scary. I would say yeah. that if you are easily scared, don't worry too much. Okay, all right. It's, it's maybe Yeah. <laughs> um I would recommend that to people who aren't squeamish.
0: Okay, all right. Yeah.
1: Okay. But it's amazing. Like just Yeah. Amazing.
0: Yeah, if you're squeamish, zombie movies really aren't the place yeah. to be.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: Interesting. Okay, what's it called? One Cut of the Dead. One Cut of the Dead.
1: Okay. Don't look up anything about it though. Okay, it's because very spoiler. It's I don't think you can It's a bit like Parasite in the sense that if you that learn anything about it, yeah. it will kind of it ruin, will it it ruin it already ruin it. Yeah.
0: It's like the Plot twist is the yeah. plot line kind of situation. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And you will ruin a lot of the amazingness if you learn any of the plot.
0: Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Interesting. Uh, I tried to watch Parasite, and it actually freaked me out. I couldn't watch it. <laughs> it, it genuinely scared me. No, like, the part where the guy is Wait, coming no, out spoilers, of the... Ba- spoilers, spoilers. Oh, everyone. Oh, yeah, spoilers. Sorry. Just, just stop really listening just a, now. It doesn't give you anything about the plot line, but okay, anyway, okay. the guy coming out of like the basement Mm -hmm. and he just kind of like appears Uh. and he's got like this and I think about that all the time and it's like my worst like it's the creepiest thing and I just I stopped watching it after that I haven't I haven't finished it (laughs) I just like
1: start watching so I watched it in the movie theaters (gasps) so I couldn't leave yeah but I mean I thought it was so good but it made me think about it for days because the idea of living in the basement trapped there would honestly it's freaks me out so much. Yeah, totally. I think that I couldn't do it. So scary, but yeah, <laughs> okay. I think I'd rather be go to jail or whatever die <laughs> than live in this basement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Is there any other movie that you wanted to talk about? That no, yeah, that, was it, that, okay, was, that it. was it. Okay, that was it. Okay. Third question is. A famous role model related. I'm not going to ask you a specific yes. question now. Let's give it to you.
1: So, um, some fa- famous-ish role model. Okay. Um, so there's. I am also really into sewing. And I knew, I was going to making. say.
0: I was like, this is going to be some like Mr. Maker. Like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so this person who, so she's, um, she's an actor. She, um, voiced, um, a podcast. She's on, um, uh, oh man, everything is vanished from my mind. Um, <laughs> welcome to Night Vale. She's on welcome to Night Vale. She's oh. on Alice Isn't Dead. Um, mm. and she also Oh yeah. makes the most amazing clothes. Cool. But also I think just like the way that she writes is, um, I really love it in the way that she expresses herself yeah so um, her name is um, jessica nicole Mm. okay um so she i don't know i just love the way that she so for example she um makes clothes for her body Mm. but she talks about it in such a way that isn't i guess body shaming and she's really against body shaming if someone says anything like you look so slim in that. And then she's like, mm. no, we don't say those types of things. Yeah, totally. You know, you, because it my body isn't better than yours because of yeah, whatever reason. Yeah, there's no
0: optimal shape. You can't
1: say something is good without saying that, meaning something is bad as well. Yeah, exactly. So, and I love all of the things that she says on her on it on her instagram page she used to write a blog i don't think she does it as much anymore but the things that she makes i think are really beautiful mm. i think that the way she talks is really lovely i just love everything that she does on instagram yeah so i thought i'd say that mm, uh,
0: cool yeah. okay i like it i like it not somebody that you would just not the average person would pick i like it it's yeah. very <laughs> it's very you <laughs> okay so fourth question is podcasts mm-hmm. give me something
1: okay um so i've been listening to podcasts for 10 years now
0: oh so before they were trendy
1: just i think as they were getting trendy yeah okay um so my favorite podcasts are actually fictional podcasts
0: oh, i wrote some down i didn't, literally did not even know that was a thing um i, I mean literally i literally only thought podcasts were just like humans having conversations
1: i i'm really picky with my podcasts <laughs> but also like um, just not
0: surprise me in the slightest
1: <laughs> <laughs> um so it's funny because i listen to a lot of non-fiction podcasts i try to like i guess learn by listening mm. to podcasts but yeah, my favorite ones are definitely the fiction podcasts so okay my, probably two favorite mm. are alba mm. and wooden overcoats oh that sounds really nice i like that title yeah wouldn't okay do you want to know what overcoats is about it's about a funeral home (laughs) what why
0: What? this sounds really morbid yeah no Mm, it's no
1: no no it's not it's not morbid (laughs) okay all right it's like a comedy oh but it's like a lovely comedy
0: i like funeral home comedies tend to be like quite hilarious
1: actually yeah yeah um so it's like this family like brother and sister who own a funeral home on this tiny island yeah um and then this other guy comes along from the mainland Mm. and starts his own funeral home but they've only got a tiny village so what happens when you've got two funeral homes in a tiny village yeah oh yeah that's not gonna end well it's basically just the rivalry between them (laughs) i love this yeah that's hilarious yeah um so that's my favorite they've unfortunately finished now oh so sad but um it's funny because all of my favorite podcasts don't come under like they did the spotify wrapped thing yeah none of them were on there because they're too short-lived Oh. because yeah. so like it goes by hours you've listened and if they've only got like 30 episodes. Oh yeah. Then it's not going to be that's there.
0: That's sad. But I anyway, really, yeah, I really want to listen to these now because sounds. is it like one person? Is it kind of just like an audiobook or is it like multiple people no, playing multiple different people. characters? multiple <gasps> people, lots of different characters. Oh, I kind of that sounds really cool. And
1: it's really oh cool because then you listen to other podcasts. I listen to yeah. a lot of, of um fiction podcasts and then you hear people from other podcasts in other podcasts and you're like oh I recognize that voice yeah. <laughs> this is like the nerdiest yeah. thing ever
0: <laughs> I love that that's um, so cool yeah so that's what I do with my spare time I always learn new stuff when I talk to Gabriella it's like the most insightful thing it's always good stuff though I'm like that's why didn't I know this before like I just listen to like yeah podcasts with this like usually like funny podcasts because I need like comedic relief or just like just like yeah just like podcasts are just like really good just like female hosts who just like talk about really cool stuff um but i like this fiction podcast thing Mm, i'm totally gonna listen to this
1: please send me some recommendations Um, but also i'd love to hear later on maybe you'll come on my podcast and i'll hear what <gasps> oh yeah you. maybe one day.
0: <laughs> that's cool yeah if, yeah if you have not engaged by now we're all um we've all been on like well not all of us but some of us have been on each other's podcasts. like i was on dina's podcast which is the family and parenting she's got two podcasts and then dina was on mine and gabriella was on aditi's and i don't think any of us have been on loose yet or she hasn't been on any of ours either
1: no, I don't think so. No, she hasn't guested. A DT had
0: her. Um, oh, did she have Lou on? Yeah. yeah, probably. But yeah, so we're all slowly um, coming and guesting on each other's podcast. So yeah, look out for more hosts in the very near future. <laughs> I feel like I may have a DT on next week. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, so um, let's actually get into it now because we just spent like yeah. 20 minutes just like talking about random stuff. So we're here to talk about working from home, as I already mentioned. And This is something that we've both done, whether it was, like, in the past, currently doing, et cetera, et cetera. When did you start working from home?
1: So, um, I started basically February last year. So, about 11 months ago for me. Okay. So, um, it's actually when I started this job here.
0: Oh, Because before
1: that, um, I'd been working in a shop. I still actually was working for a shop for the last year. Yeah. But just reducing my hours. So, um, yeah, working – this is the first time, yeah, that I've worked from home. Yeah, wow. Um, Actually, it's probably the first time I've worked in an office in a way as well. Right, yeah. Like every other job (laughs) I've had has been like hospo or retail. Oh, yeah. This is Um, like some weird hybrid situation. Yeah. Yeah. So I was a little bit, I guess, worried – at the beginning of like mm. how I was gonna manage this and I was also studying from home at the same time yeah so um, something I've been struggling with I guess over the last 11 months is balancing home work and study all yeah. at home oh my gosh. in yeah. the same space genuinely the biggest struggle ever
0: yeah oh so gross but yeah interesting yeah I had only started doing the work I did the work from home thing during like at the start of COVID because I was working at a law firm and a lot of what we did was just on our laptops so we got our work laptops and just went home and it was totally fine the worst work from home experience ever that had not a lot to do with the firm I won't name the firm <laughs> just for the sake I, con- contractually I won't name the firm um a lot of that didn't have to do with the firm it was just like the working from home thing was just so foreign to me and I was just and like trying to work from home with like a law firm it's just so hard especially because like when this happened it was covid and a lot of places had not done this before this is a very new concept so unless you were like a freelancer this was really not something a lot of people had done um but the whole like remote kind of like working that we do because yeah for those listening like we don't have like a set office like we have our studio that we're currently recording in um but huzzah but um like you can come here and work but nobody really does everyone just comes here for recordings because that's the purpose of the space so if you really want to like knuckle down and get some stuff done you kind of have to go find your own path um so yeah this was like the first job where i actually did like this is real like work from home like remote freelancer contractor like kind of mm. vibes but yeah it's weird it yeah is really
1: weird. i found it particularly hard at the beginning i think mm. Um, the working from home was hardest at the beginning because I really like working with other people. I think yeah. that's something I found working in a shop was if I don't know something, I'll just go over to my coworker and be like, Hey, what do you think? Oh about my gosh. This? Yeah.
0: That's like the that's thing I missed so the most
1: easy. It's not easy, but just like, it's just nice to have other people. If I'm not sure about something, I'll go and ask someone's opinion. Mm. Um, I found it a lot harder to do that. Um, particularly at the beginning, um, with everyone because you know i don't know everyone particularly well um i have a thing i don't like disturbing people yeah
0: gabriella was so quiet (laughs) when we first met like she was like so nice and like so cool but like so quiet and the rest of the hosts are just so loud
1: (laughs) um i find i don't talk and in new situations unless I I'm spoken to I'm spoken or I have something yeah. specific to say
0: me too yeah I was it was so weird and our, yeah our work environment was very different especially just like yeah coming from the work backgrounds mm. even though like you did like a lot of like hospital retail kind of stuff and I was just in like a cubicle in the law firm but still it was very much like you don't yeah it was just very different whereas everyone Mm. that we worked with has already worked in media and Mm. this is such a different vibe that comes with working in media it's so yeah it was just like so jarring i was Mm -hmm. like this is so weird because i was so used to like you don't speak unless you're spoken to because like Mm. in a law firm like no one cares about your opinion (laughs) like nobody (laughs) like you're a paralegal just sit down and answer your emails and like do like you know file your memos but just like don't don't ask questions Mm. It was just so weird yeah big learning curve.
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I found that really difficult, I guess, cause, um, you know, I didn't want to be messaging people all the time to be like, Hey, what's happening. Yeah. Um, and I like knowing what I'm doing and I wasn't, I had to make my own way. That was the other thing was, this is the first time that in some ways working in a shop, it's like a customer comes up to you and says, I would like a product and you say it is over here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like the work kind of makes itself. Mm, Um, mm. whereas working in an office, not just at home, I think especially at home though, you've kind of got to be self-motivated and you've got to, you know, every day you've got to sit down and go, okay, this is all the things that I have to do. Mm. Um, and not having that direction, I guess was also very difficult for me. So, Mm. um, Something that I did to sort of help with those directions is, um, I mean, first of all, like making sure I'm in contact with people and know what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. But also like going through every day or every week, um, and writing down a list of everything I need to do. Yeah. I have a physical diary. Oh, cool. Where I write down all of the things that I need to do. Yeah. And I'll be like, questions for this guest. Email this guest. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll cross them off as I go. I love the crossing off of people of things. Not
0: people. (laughs) (laughs) The crossing off of people. Yeah, no, I totally relate. It's yeah, Mm. it's definitely a different kind of feeling. Um but yeah.
1: And then like if I know that I have to um do this thing on this specific day, I might write the day down or I might put a star next to it to say, This I have to do at this time. Yeah. Um the other thing is I guess keep in contact with people. Mm. Like I try I'm not very good at it, but <laughs> just be like, Hey, is there anything you need from me? Um, try and keep in contact with all the people you need to be in contact with. And I'm not just talking about like, we have guests specifically that we need to contact, but also with your team to just be like, is there anything I've forgotten? Um, yeah. Is there anything that I need to do that? Um, or is anything I can help you with? Yeah. That kind of like
0: constant line of communication because you have Mm. to work so much harder to get it to like to a workable point than mm-hmm. if you were in an office. Cause when you're in an office, like you see people and you think of things. Yeah. And you can just lean over to someone's desk. Whereas this is so different because the message, like you feel like it's so much more purposeful when you message someone. So kind of like breaking mm-hmm. that down and being like, okay, you can like message me about like yep. anything. Like whenever.
1: Yeah. The other thing it's is hard. like messaging people, being like, Hey, I know it's the weekend. Um, don't answer this until you're back at work. Yeah. But I just had this question and I'm going to forget if I don't write it.
0: Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. And that's yeah. so bad then when they are there on the weekends and you're like, no, you're not supposed to be here. Go away. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I know why oh I'm here, gosh. but why are
1: you here? Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, totally. So anyway, we're going to dive a little bit more into that in a second. But before we do that, for our listeners, Gabriella, how would you define personal productivity?
1: So that's, that's an interesting one for me um so i think that it's about utilizing our time Mm. to do the things that we want to do um and that and also being so you know like if i have to email these different people today and make sure i know what they're doing is making sure i do that in i guess a normal time but then also factoring in the fact that um Emailing me makes me nervous, and I will mm. need to go and make myself a cup of tea afterwards. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. that's actually fine. Yeah, exactly. Good. Um, yeah, you us- like u- utilizing my time in an effective way, mm. but also being okay if I'm not a hundred percent productive. I yeah. guess that's yeah. something I definitely struggled with at the beginning. Was. Um, Yeah, not knowing what I'm doing, but also um, not wasting my time or getting so nervous with things that I would waste my time. Yeah. No, I feel that. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, it's definitely, I think, like, if I've learned anything
0: off, like, running the show is, like, productivity comes in so many different forms and it's not always going to mean the same to you as it is to someone else. And I think I've had a lot of guests who have explained it quite well in terms of, like... Being productive doesn't mean always working. Sometimes it does just mean like taking a moment for yourself because being productive is about like you know you hear a lot about this like maximizing yourself and this called like all this kind of stuff is really like yeah so some of those things are like go off on some very toxic tangents. But you hear a lot about yeah like this hustle culture and all that kind of stuff. But being productive what I've taken away from the show is like it just means making sure that you're always like doing your best and you're always your best self and sometimes to be your best self like you just have to not do anything Mm. and that's like the most helpful thing that I probably learned is like you know what it's still productive for me to take a break and like you know watch a tv show while i'm having lunch or just like hang out some washing like outside and like take as long as i want or anything like those things even though they don't look productive to like the general sort of like civilization with our whole work hustle culture but like they are because you're like you're still investing in yourself so that when you do go back to doing things that we generally consider productive you're able to do them a lot better because you've like recharged and looked after yourself
1: and i think the other thing is realizing the different i guess states of our own mental, our own mental states over the day. Yeah. So like, um, for me, I've noticed that I'm really productive in the morning. So I try to study then because then I'll retain as much as possible. Yeah. And then about between three and five, I get really just, um, I can't focus on anything. (laughs) Yeah. I just can't do anything. I don't know why. So that's usually the time when I'll go for a run. Cause I don't need to use my brain. Yeah. And I'm like, if I can't concentrate and do anything productive in quotation marks, Mm. then I'll do something that's also productive, but for me. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then when I was working in a shop, um, I don't think as well at night. So that's when I would try. And if I have shifts, that's when I do them because I know that I'm not going to get much, um, great thinking done, Mm. but it's still a time where I'm awake enough that I can work. Yeah. Rather than using those productive thinking hours for working in a shop. Yeah, totally. So I guess figuring out what, who you are Mm. and what works for you, um, and how your body clock runs is something that I think is really important Mm. and maximizing that, not maximizing your time, but maximizing how you work, I guess. No, definitely. And I think that's something that, yeah, we're
0: going to talk about more now in terms of how, like knowing yourself and understanding how you work has affected this whole like work from home Mm. kind of like phenomenon that we've been hit with because of COVID. So my question to you would be like, we've always been told to separate our work from our life with saying such as like, you know, don't take work home and all that kind of stuff. How do you think working from home has affected our relationship with work?
1: I think that um, sometimes it's, I have a lot of trouble, I think, separating the work from the home Mm. because, um, but then I also actually, no, I have more trouble separating study from home.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh.
1: Cause so working, I feel like if I'm not clocked in, if I'm not supposed to be working that day, it's a lot easier for me to be like, I'm not working this day. Mm. I'm not going to do anything. I don't check my emails. Um, Maybe that's because I also study and I work at the same in the same room. Mm. So that room isn't just working. Yeah. So when I'm there, I'm not just thinking about work. Um, I find it a lot harder to separate from study. Do you have a separate office? Yes. Ah. Okay. So I'm lucky. Well,
0: well, yeah. We, we we can get to that. But yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm very okay. interested. But anyway, continue. Continue.
1: So, um, but I have trouble. I guess um, if I have an hour or two at night i'll be like i need to study i have yeah. to study yeah i'm always i always feel like i have to be doing something mm. and if i'm really not concentrating on study then i'll do some work or if i'm not yeah. concentrating on study then i I
0: always feel like i have to be studying i yeah it's so annoying yeah like even when i have studied mm. i'm like i should be studying like there's just never that level of and i hate how ingrained that is like mm. into our culture and there's <laughs> there's really nothing we can do about it now it's too late but like how ingrained it is like if you're not studying like you're wasting time like you should always be studying because you feel this guilt when you're Mm. not and you're just like i really should be studying right now
1: that's exactly how i feel i i don't find it so much for work because i feel like i get paid to do Mm. these hours and i will do those hours yeah and that is what i will you can
0: walk away from it feeling productive yeah yeah
1: but study there's no set time limit i guess yeah and because of that, um, I will also procrastinate when I study. I feel like yeah. when I'm working, I'm like, okay, I have to work. I have to do this. I have to get all of this done. I find studying is way more ephemeral, you know. It's like, mm. oh, read some chapters.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's so much more like, um, yeah, nonchalance. It's kind of like, yeah, and whatever.
1: Like So I also write lists for what I'm doing during the day. I don't just mm. do it for work. I do it for study. Yeah, But it's like, read some studies. Write... My assignment. Yeah, and it's you can never really cross it off. Yeah, because exactly. Because it's not like you can. Um, yeah, it's not like it's not like one task. It's actually a huge task that gets done over a week or two weeks. Yeah,
0: exactly, or like a whole semester. Mm. Yeah, like when you've got like a reading guide. Like at the moment, I'm working through stuff for like the intensive unit that I'm doing at the moment, and. It's just, like, they haven't given us – this is a bit of a nitpick – but, like, they haven't given us, like, page numbers or chapters. They've just, like, given us the names of books. And they're like, oh, read these. What? And I'm just like, how am I supposed to know, like, when I've – when I'm finished? Mm. Like, it's just so much less satisfying. But anyway, we've, yes. we've gone on a bit of a study tension here. We're, we're both still yeah. at uni, so we're kind of – we're kind of venting a little bit.
1: Mm. Um, so – but, okay, I guess in some ways – in some ways, it's good, I think, yeah. that I have study and work at the same time. Yeah. So, that stops me from, I guess, getting too lost on one thing. Yeah. Like, I have to be a bit more scheduled in my – how I use my time. Yeah. Um, but at the same t- – time, like, so, last week, I didn't have uni.
0: Yeah. So,
1: that meant I had all week to do my hours of work. And that meant I would log in, look at my emails, maybe do one thing – half an hour later, I'd be like, well, I'm bored. I'm going to go for a walk.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And so that meant that my, my, I would spend all day theoretically working, mm. but I would only actually clock in like two or three hours. Yeah. And in some ways it felt like a bit of a waste of time yep. because I can't do anything productive when I'm not working,
0: mm. but
1: I'm also not doing anything productive when I am working. Yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah. I think that at least because I've got studying at the same time as I'm working, Mm. um, it means that I have to be really um, specific about what I'm doing and when I'm doing it, I can't just be like, I'm going for a walk now. Yeah. Um, So I guess scheduling is kind of important in that sense. Yeah. Or having enough to do when you're not working. Definitely. That you have like set hours. I guess what I'm trying to say is set times and just work in those times. Yeah. And don't do what I do.
0: <laughs> Which is to sort of Which like is, be available all the time. Be available all the time. But also not be available.
1: Never, be, never, be, never actually be working. Yeah. The, the life.
0: Yeah. The life of freelancers. that's yeah. grief. It's. Yeah. It's a lot. But. Mm. Okay. So I want to go back. I asked you before about like if you have an office that's separate yeah. from your bedroom. Mm-hmm. So because my next question is like a lot of us don't have control over what spaces we have to work from whether that's like you're in an office in a cubicle which i hate or you're like working at home so what small things can people do to make their space feel more like an office now you have a separate office do you feel like this really changes the game for you in terms of like having a separate bedroom having a separate office
1: oh 100 um i'm really particular about noise and yeah. how tidy things are um i <laughs> yep. tried working so my partner also works from home mm. so he works in the living room i tried working next to him once mm. i couldn't stand the noise he was making when he typed <laughs> <laughs> oh god bless <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's not his fault it's just like yeah. i've never been, been able to work in in um libraries okay really yeah i've always oh. had to study at home interesting so is it because like
0: you want like full silence or I want you basically want like certain noises
1: i basically want full silence whoa i can't do that <laughs> i don't mind like a little bit of noise yeah okay um, but like anything i guess it's too loud really annoys me do you listen to music no wow
0: oh, occasionally she's, she's unique guys
1: <laughs> i was having this discussion with some others and yeah. apparently this is weird it is. It is weird. Yeah. Like, there's. So my bathroom. We have a fan. You are odd. That and I hate the noise of the fan. Isn't that this like white noise though? Yeah, it's white noise, but I, I hate it. Hate it. <gasps> that's weird. Every time um, my partner goes to the bathroom, he leaves the door open, and yeah. I'm like, close the door! I can hear the fan. <laughs> I hate it. Oh my gosh! Wow. Um, um, yeah.
0: That's so interesting. You must get a lot done, though Then. If you're not like getting distracted by Taylor Swift songs,
1: (laughs) I used to listen to. I used to be able to sing songs and write essays at the same time. Yeah, that's and I can't do that now. Really, I get distracted by the words.
0: Oh yeah, see that's yeah. I I do too.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can't. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I just need the space for my brain to talk to itself. Yeah.
0: Okay. So okay. So going back to my question, what? small things if for example if you do have an office at home or if you don't have an office at home such as myself what do you think are some small things people can do to make their space feel more like a home office
1: i think um setting up some time to actually tidy it up yeah i think particularly if you're working from home or if you're working particularly in your bedroom
0: Mm.
1: if it's messy if, if you can see stuff, it's going to make, oh gosh, it's gonna make you think about other things. only you saw my room
0: things. right
1: now. <laughs> maybe, genuinely so bad. Maybe it's just me. I've always been... I can't work when there's mess around me. Yeah. And I'm not saying I'm a tidy person. I have... Pl- I sort of... I will place things in such ways that I feel like it's okay, but yep. it's not necessarily tidy. Yep. But spending like five minutes either before bed or before you work, tidying things up so that you're not distracted by things or you don't feel overwhelmed by things yeah. is a really important thing for me to do. Yeah. My partner's favorite thing to do is not favorite thing to do. That's overblowing the situation. <laughs> um, he sees the room as a bit of a dumping ground
0: because it's yeah. the spare bedroom. He's like,
1: it's a spare bedroom. It's where you put all your spare things. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, it's a study. It is where <laughs> I study. It is a clean space. <laughs> I, don't just leave your cardboard boxes here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Blast. So oh I work hard at maintaining a yeah, level of so tidy clean space that is use- workable. I'm not saying it's tidy. I'm saying yeah. it doesn't annoy me to be in there. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's my number one thing Yeah. that I do. Um, yeah. So I think just like, you know, if you work in your bedroom, making sure the bed is made. So if you want to sit on the bed, you're not mm. disturbing everything. You're not losing your pens in the bed. I speak from experience. <laughs> yeah. No, me too. <laughs> Or making sure the desk is clear enough that you can actually use it. Yeah. If you want to use it, oh God me, yeah, no, I really need to.
0: Yeah, I really need to work on this. And it's definitely, and you're right, it definitely makes a difference. Cause I do, I work in my bedroom. I have a very large desk, which I adore. It's extremely heavy. It's from like the 70s. Like it's like this big, like brown wooden thing. And I am gonna be so devastated when I part from it. I, yeah, I really, I have to take it with me. I don't know, <laughs> but anyway, um, enough about my desk. But yeah, I definitely, I can feel. There's a very, like, clear difference from, like, when I'm working in a messy space versus when I'm working in a clean space. Majority of the time, I am working in a messy space (laughs) because I am a very... I want to say... I'm an organized person, uh, like, in my head. No, that's a lie. (laughs) I'm an organized person, like, from from what I do. If you looked at my life, you're like, oh, okay, Tia does this and she does that and she does that. Okay, she must be very organized because she does all these things. But if, like... My room is like a reflection of my brain, and it is genuinely like the biggest. It's just so chaotic. And now, because I've got a new room, because we moved, and I've got a walk in wardrobe now and a bathroom, so it's just more space for me to like destroy. But I have been like working, I worked in my room like some of last week and yeah i could definitely feel the difference when i like cleared my desk and i was like oh okay i can actually see so yesterday my room was so messy i had to go to the library because i was like i can't do this this is too hard i'm gonna go home and clean my room this afternoon but yeah i think making having a clean space definitely makes you feel just more organized and more centered i think it just kind of focuses your mind and i think that definitely helps you be more productive and it kind of gives that more like office mm-hmm. kind of feel because when you are like having to do more like corporate work like offices do need to look clean to be presentable whether that's to clients or chiefs or like that kind of stuff and so I think like we've just naturally kind of like gravitated Towards these like cleaner spaces because they often represent like order and calmness and that kind of thing So yeah, that's definitely yeah The biggest takeaway would be having a clean space
1: and the other thing I want to say is to like kind of combat I guess if you do sort of make your room a bit messier. It's okay. I think to do that and but I think something that I've learned from my own guests from doing my own podcast mm. is they say tidy for five minutes before you go to bed. Or what I do is I tidy for five minutes before I start work. Yeah, And just doing it for five minutes, like you can put a timer on and you can do, I, I guess you can focus on one area. So if today you just want to tidy your desk and just make that tidy, mm. um, it doesn't have to be a big deal. I think people blow it up in their head. I certainly do. You know, you have yeah. to tidy everything in one <laughs> yeah. go. And you're like, I don't have time for this today. Yeah. But if you just do five minutes, one day you tidy the desk, and the next day you tidy the pile of clothing on your ground. And then eventually <laughs> yeah, it'll yeah. be a little bit tidier. It won't necessarily yeah. be – because, you know, you have to live in this room. Yeah, definitely. It's never going to be perfect. But trying to maintain some control. And just five minutes. Five minutes isn't a lot of time. Yeah. Um, and I think it'll help with your, like, mental – Um, (laughs) preparedness of definitely work I guess
0: yeah totally I Mm. think we underestimate the power of a clean space Mm. and I think the other thing I'd probably say to answer my own question but (laughs) the (laughs) other thing I'd probably say when it comes to like the small things you can do because the reason that I phrase the question like that was like to say like the small things people can do is because a lot of the time like when you look up on the internet which I just did like half an hour ago when I was <laughs> making these questions um for context I don't usually make my own questions so <laughs> sorry, give me a little credit here. um but when I was looking it up and I was like oh you know how to create a like healthy workspace how to create an ergonomic health space and it was just like you had to buy a lot of things Mm. and I was like not everybody has like the resources to be able to go out and create like a whole office like not everyone can get like a standing desk not everyone can get like some fancy office chair that costs like 300 dollars. so that's why I wanted to ask you about like the small
1: things I am the cheapest person. Um, <laughs> most of my furniture is from the side of the road or marketplace feel, secondhand. Yeah. So, like, totally. my, my desk is um, inherited from my brother who got it from an yeah. op shop. I love it. Um, so, I guess if you don't have if you don't have money to like get these things, try off shops. Try the side of the road. Try marketplace. Yeah, that is. A you good can tip. try those places. Yep. Oh, the other thing I wanted to say actually for working for, for your space basically um the first time i set up my office it was awful (laughs) awful could not use it really yeah i set up my desk what did i do um so i also at this point when i did it i was sewing a lot i wasn't working from home right yeah i had my sewing machine right by the window it would get baking hot i couldn't use it oh yeah it was too bright
0: yeah and then i
1: had two desks side by side like Either side in my the narrow room to make a really small alleyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. So I I don't know how to describe it, but basically it made the room tiny. Yeah. Um and it didn't work. So if you have time, if you are finding the room's not working for you, try reorganizing it. Maybe get a piece of paper draw. Whatever you, approximate the sizes of yep. what you need, get rid of a piece of furniture. I got rid of a piece of furniture. It made a huge difference. Really? Yeah, I, got, I had two desks in there. Oh, I don't my need gosh. two desks. Yeah, no. <laughs> Um, So I got rid of one desk. It made such a huge difference. Spend a little bit of time thinking about what you need in that room, how to organize it. I got rid of a desk, but I got two cupboards to organize everything. Mm. But they were a lot narrower than what the desk was. And now that has my cat litter and has all my sewing stuff in it. Yeah. So it means that it takes up less space, but it stores so much more stuff. So I had no storage in that room and no space. Yeah. Um, So if you have time you don't have to spend a lot of money. I bought those two cabinets secondhand off marketplace Yeah, and they work really well. Hmm. Um, just spend a bit of time thinking about what actually you need in that room. Yeah, and, exactly. Like Ikea secondhand is great because yes. you already know the dimensions.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, and you can look yeah. up the instructions.
1: Yeah. Totally. Everyone has them. So you can find a secondhand one and it's the same color as someone else's. Yeah, definitely. Um, you can find boxes that fit into them perfectly.
0: Mm, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I love so, that about
1: IKEA. That is good. Yeah, I yeah. like that. That's
0: definitely helpful. I think, yeah, learning how to – I don't want to keep saying maximizing. It just sounds yeah. really – kinda Yeah, yeah. Utilizing the space and understanding kind of what you need out of it because, yeah, like the working in front of a window thing, like – It's as much as, like, the concept sounds nice, I've also had that situation. Whereas, like, my my previous room, I had six windows. Wow. Yeah, I know. So I had to pretty much be working in front of a window. And what I found was that I love – I am, like – A midday to afternoon working person takes me very long to get up in the morning and takes me quite long to kind of wind down for sleep in Mm -hmm. the night so I cannot work in either of those times so I can only my brain really only works from about 10 30 to about 6 o'clock this is a very small amount of time (laughs) so I have to make the most of this but unfortunately that is when the Sun is at its most obnoxious and it comes in at different angles and it's annoying and so i was annoyed because when i would sit down at my desk at like two three o'clock in the morning and then i'd be working for a while and then all of a sudden the sun would just be like beaming into my Mm. eyes and i would even like try to move the curtains and it would create weird shadows and it was just like and it would make the space really hot So I think learning how to use your windows, (laughs) like learning how they actually help you or hinder you makes a very big difference. Like seeing, you know, where sound comes from, depending on your work, especially like if you're in media, like us, you know, like having those sounds and those acoustics and like, yeah, like you said before, like the bathroom fan noises and all those kinds of things. Um, yeah. Learning how your work has to interact with your environment. Like, do you have kids? Are they going to come in and like, you know, sit on your bed and play with your toys or, you know, is your office, you just your office. So yeah, it's a lot about just kind of thinking how is my space going to affect sort of like what i'm actually gonna do and it it depends on so much more mm. than you thought like yeah just like your sewing machine just getting really hot like
1: yeah. <laughs> I so guess, funny i guess my main takeaway is like spend some time thinking about it and don't be afraid to like move things around yeah and to yeah look at some low-cost ways to like change things up the other thing is yeah get good blinds it made such a huge difference totally, yeah. when i got new blinds in that room um, because it went from, I couldn't work in front of the window to now I can bring the curtains down and work during the middle of the day. Yeah. And it made a huge difference in the temperature, Mm-mm. um, stopping the heat from coming in. Yeah. So see if you're renting, see if you can get your new blinds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. That's what I did. Totally. Yeah. I had these like really cute white curtains in my room and I thought they looked so pretty and they were so aesthetic and I'm like, oh, that's so nice. But they did not they don't block out anything like they genuinely have no like you can buy white curtains that are block out curtains but they're so much more expensive and if you're a renter and it's just like so much just so much more complicated so but now the room that i'm in now has like these like roller blinds so it can be it can be almost pitch black in my room like whenever I need it to be, which is the best. So, yeah, definitely investing in quality blinds. Yeah, working around your window seems to be quite the the takeaway here, Mm -hmm. having clean space and learning about your space and Mm -hmm. how it interacts with you and how you interact with it. Mm -hmm. Very important. Very, very important. Yes. So my next question is a little bit a little bit different so working from home has some positive and negative side effects and some research has shown that people have increased productivity and general happiness towards their job whereas some research has also shown us that people are more likely to overwork because you don't have that clocking out effect quote unquote and you feel isolated because you're not working with people so, do you think employees should maintain what is called, like, a combined working week where it's, like, three days working in the office with others and then, like, two days working at home? Like, what are, you, what are your thoughts on this kind of concept?
1: Mm. So, I think, first of all, um, have I experienced productivity and general happiness from working from home? And also, have I
0: mm, been able yeah. to work
1: alone? Uh, have I been overworked and also isolated? Yes to all of those questions yeah. in totally. different ways. Yeah, I feel that. Um, I think that actually having a working week where we do a bit of both, working from home and also working in the office is, is good, personally. Mm. Yeah. Because I feel like you do need that working in an office where you get to know people, you know your colleagues. You can kind of, like, bounce ideas off each other. Working in a retail space, something I really enjoyed was being able to go to my colleagues and be like, hey, I have this problem. What do you think? Mm, yeah. And being able to help you know overhearing someone having some issues and going over to help them yeah um obviously a bit different in retail but that's something i've really enjoyed is working with other people mm, yeah. at the same time i work way better in at home for yeah. actually doing work
0: Absoluted, yeah <laughs> to actually I'm... be like actually doing stuff and like yeah. okay, i need to be by myself yeah
1: exactly like i've tried working with other people in like coffee shops and it's great, but you end up talking most of the time. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Especially with our team. Yeah. Our, our team is a bit. Our team is so chatty. Yeah. It's terrible, but it's great. It's great but because you get a lot of, I guess. Productive. Yeah. So if you have yeah. lots of issues or you need to know things, that's great. Yeah. I like that. So, so I do think that I would like in the following year to do a bit more of the working together and also mm. working from home a bit more balanced. Yeah. I would really rather like than that. working just from home. Mm. Um, Because it it is so much easier to help each other out and know what each other's doing and, yeah, feel less isolated, particularly at the beginning when I started this job. Um, I had no idea what anyone else was doing.
0: My gosh, yeah, we all thought that we had, (laughs) like none of us had any idea what we were doing, but we all thought that the other person knew what they were doing and it was
1: terrible. (laughs) I would start work and I'd be like, I don't know what I'm doing today. Yeah,
0: like genuinely no idea. So...
1: I think that being able to know what each other's doing and helping each other out is really important. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that, you know, being able to do those things, but also commute time is is annoying. Commute time is
0: definitely the thing that is making I feel like definitely making a difference for a lot of people when it comes to working from home because suddenly everyone's just like oh I don't have to go anywhere if Mm. I don't want to like even before like before the show I text Gabriella and because the trains on some lines or in my line at least they weren't running properly so you had to catch a bus instead so I had to catch a different train line and I messaged Gabriella and I was like oh hey look like the trains are being like really annoying today because they're not running and there's bus replacements if you've got bus replacements and you don't like feeling like you don't feel like coming into the studio then that's fine we'll do it remotely thankfully gabriella got here totally fine but there was just that sudden like response where it was just like oh i don't want to like go to this effort mm. to get into the city because now we've got like that choice and your brain is just like we're just naturally so like homebodies and there's like so lazy
1: so you're just like oh yeah like i'll just stay home that i i definitely feel that as well like Sometimes even just thinking about, like, what do I, what lunch do I bring to work? Yeah. Like, if I'm at home, I can just make myself a sandwich with all the oh stuff my in gosh. my fridge. Yeah, I have this problem all the time. Ha- coming to work, <laughs> I have to make lunch. Yeah. And it's the same with, yeah, obviously taking the train and things or driving. If there's terrible traffic, yeah. a couple weeks ago, none of the train lines were running. So trying to get to my retail job, I had to drive because there were one tram line was down. Mm. Two um, trains were down. Yeah. There was only one tram running to the city for me to take. I couldn't leave the city. (laughs) Oh, no. So, like, you know, being able to work from... Obviously, I couldn't because it was my retail job. But in that case, so much easier just to work from home. Yeah, definitely. In that case. But... Mm um as i said i had to well in that case i had to actually do some recording from home Mm. and it was really annoying to set up my home office to record because you know my partner's talking in the background so finicky yeah if you live with other people yeah it's genuinely the worst so there are definitely pros and cons Mm. i would say that yeah being able to have the flexibility the other day I went to the dentist in the middle of the day because yeah. I work from home. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I just, you know, said, hey, I'm going to the dentist. I'm not going to be here for a few hours. Yep. Um, and it's fine. I'll just make up the time later.
0: Yeah, it's great. Because we have, um, just for context, for the people listening, we, have, we use Slack for work, too, and... Um, interact with each other and you can always put these like little emojis next to your face on the messaging app that tells other people sort of what they're doing and some like people just had the weirdest stuff (laughs) like some of the yeah like some of the admin assistants and stuff have like you know like doing yoga or like eating lunch or like currently on a boat and I'm like what the heck I'm like guys like what like yesterday I had like I put the books because I was studying and it's just like and yeah and Lou does like the thinking time with like Mm -hmm. the little like light globe and stuff and it's so funny but yeah definitely commuting it has its pros and cons and you know there's been a lot of like research and stuff about like you know people commuting like is the worst part of their day Mm. like it's the part when they hate the most going in or going out but also I think I've definitely found like besides the fact that I hate having to get up early to like catch like a bus and a train and then walk 15 minutes to our, our studio um I like like you get there, you work, and then when you go home, you don't have to work. Mm. And I like that kind of like physical clocking in and clocking out yeah. kind of feeling. Mm, definitely. It definitely changes the game where it's like when you're working from home, and I definitely struggled with this at the start when I was first working from home, was that there's that no physical kind of like barrier and a lot of people had to get really creative in terms of like coming up with ways to like signal to your body like we're done like this is like this is it especially if you were working and sort of like living sleeping in like the same space Mm. it was so hard it's so difficult
1: i think actually something that maybe has helped me a little bit so on my computer Mm you can do this thing where you've got the desktop different desktops yeah i don't know if any like i I don't know if anyone else does this but i have a work desktop i have a uni desktop and i have a fun desktop what that's so cool so when i press my button i can like switch i can sort of in some ways go and all my work stuff is on the one desktop so i can see everything for work here and then when i don't want to look at work stuff do this i go into uni that's so genius.
0: Sorry, I sound like such a dumbass right now. But no, that's so good though. I like that.
1: And it means totally that, like, that. when I'm studying, yeah. I don't accidentally look at work messages.
0: Mm. Oh my gosh, yeah, story. My and life. then get distracted. Yeah.
1: Or vice versa.
0: That's so good. I love that. I'm totally doing that. Yes, that is a great tip. Thank you. So that's for <laughs> anyone with uh, MacBooks. Yeah, yeah. for anyone with MacBooks, unfortunately, yeah, if you're not um, privy to the, the, the MacBook community, then um, I'm sure there are equivalents. But I'm sure yeah. you can
1: figure something out. Maybe you can, sure you can just close all something. of your tabs or, like, you know how you can have, yeah. like, different tabs on your um, – uh, for the internet, you can do that. Yeah. Oh, I've got – this is what I've been using
0: it. at the moment is um, with Google Chrome, you can create groups of tabs mm. So because I often have a lot of tabs open all at once, as most people do, um, some of them are work tabs, some of them are uni tabs, or if I've got different uni subjects open and I need like, you know, something law related or journalism related or whatever, um, and if I've got so many tabs, I forget which ones are weird and I hate sort of like, clicking through. And I found out the other, way, the other day, thank you to Hank Green for showing me this, is you can create um, Chrome tabs so that like you create a group. And so when you click on the group, you can like shrink it so all the tabs just ah. go into that spot and then you can focus on whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then when you want to go back to that, you like close the group that you're in and open the other group. And, like, it doesn't, like, I've made it sound a lot more complicated than it actually is, but just, like, the tabs at the top just stay a lot more organised. It doesn't affect your page or anything, but it just, like, your tabs just stay so much more organised. And I think that would definitely... Be helpful but I think if you're working like it's definitely working from home it's definitely important to like clock off even if you just like change your background yeah <laughs> just like change because everyone's sort of got like that work background and I think just like changing your background like after you clock out and you're like oh okay this is my laptop again it's not my work computer kind of yeah, vibes. maybe
1: like going like maybe a ritual at the end of your day could be to like save all your documents and actually just leave them like x yeah out of them I never x out of anything yeah but that's a bad. habit, but like. <laughs> I guess, signal, like, changing something in some way, mm. removing everything so you can't actually see your yep. work things. Definitely. Particularly if, like, like, I think probably for you and for me. If this is my uni laptop, it's my fun laptop. Yeah, it's my only it's laptop. It's my everything. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> yeah, totally. it's ma- making a very clear separation so I'm not seeing anything else that I don't want to see.
0: Yeah, um, exactly. When I'm not especially closing apps, I find, mm. is really helpful, especially if you've got like, our work messaging app, mm. I find myself just, like, checking it just, yeah. like, on the fly. And then I'm like, oh, I should probably respond to that. And I'm like, no, I'm not, like, clocking this. Like, I'm not actually, yeah. like, getting paid for this. Um, so that, yeah, definitely closing that app when I'm not working mm. and just like making sure I don't open it it's just like it's like such a self-control thing I'm like okay Tia like you're not working right now don't check it but I always feel like I'm like I should check it like what if you know like what if Natasha's messaging me or like yeah. something like this <laughs> and I'm like okay like I gotta check it but no definitely making sure like you're much more strict on yourself about like not checking work and, like, you know, not clocking out late or not clocking in early because, like, would you do those things in your normal, like, day-to-day if you're working in an office? No, you mm. wouldn't. So, don't do them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And the other one is um, not having messages come to your phone. Yes. I have not connected Slack to my phone.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've talked to – we've had this problem many <laughs>
1: times. So – if people people have my number if they need to get into contact with me yeah so they can if they need to yeah but other than that if i'm not at work if i'm not at my computer i'm not at work
0: yeah if i'm
1: not at my computer i'm not responding to messages
0: yeah exactly yeah i've definitely i haven't connected slack to my phone either which definitely is such a good thing like sometimes I'm just like oh you know like maybe I should connect my email so they come through or maybe I should connect my Slack so it comes through and I'm just like no to you. like as soon as you do that you just like break down so many walls mm. that like between your work and your life and your study and then it just becomes too chaotic and you're mm. just like on overload just on like a constant basis and yeah like everyone at work like has our numbers so Mm -hmm. they can contact us but even then it's just like being that contactable Mm. it's it's like it's a good thing but it's also just like when i'm not at my computer i'm not working yes it's just like that's it that's the line like there's no there's no like work around that or anything no that's it (laughs) yeah exactly it's definitely it's definitely hard but Okay, so we're going to go into the practice habit debrief mm-hmm. of section of the podcast now. So this is essentially where I ask the experts, or
1: not experts, real in this, experience
0: in this In this, yeah, in this, um, in this context, we've got we've got Gabriella, who's the the host of the, you know, the home organization kind of stuff. So you've got you've learnt from your guests certain things who are mm-hmm. experts. Yes. Um. So I'm going to ask you this first question what is the practice that you do to be more productive when working from home
1: so I've spoken about this a little bit but um, I do like to have a list of what I do that day so I can keep track of everything that I need to do particularly I find the work that I'm doing is quite bitsy Does yeah. that makes sense yeah it's like contact guest email the guest more information yeah um edit the questions for the guest um our
0: work isn't long form it's very yeah. like snippet.
1: and then yeah. and then you send an email for one guest and then you have to wait two days for them to get back to you yeah so <laughs> yeah, which is yeah. fine but it does mean that you've got all these little tasks that you have to keep on top of mm. particularly at the moment i've got quite a few guests i'm in contact with and trying to remember who i am talking to about what what stage i am mm. we've got lots of things on our computers but to help us with that. But I also find I like to just have something in my book. It's a really simple list and I just keep that updated. Yeah, I um, like that. So that's what I do.
0: Ah, interesting. Okay, so what would you say are three good things about this practice?
1: So um, let me think, three good things. Uh, number one, I really like crossing them off. When I'm done mm, with something, it's a very satisfying, satisfying yeah. feeling. <laughs> when you can look at your list and be like, I've done all this work today. That's a great feeling.
0: Oh, yeah. Such a nice feeling.
1: Um, it really helps me to keep tabs of all the little things that I'm doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I've got a little, lot of threads that I'm pulling, I guess. Mm. And I need to know what, what, what needs to be pulled, what has to be pulled. Um, a third one. Sometimes I decorate it. i like that that's nice like when i'm really i guess feeling a bit overwhelmed i can just Mm. be like i'll put a sticker here i love putting stickers yeah and i'm like you got this and like you go yeah
0: it's so cute yeah (laughs) i like that um okay so are there any challenges that you face when you do this practice
1: um it can get very messy
0: yeah um yeah i find that too
1: um just, like, having so many different things. Also, my I have two pages. One is uni work, mm. one side, and then it's work, the, or not uni work, uni home, and then work the other side. Yeah. And my whole work page will be filled with, like, little tasks. <laughs> and then I get yeah. confused because, like, at the beginning of the week, I was like, I need to do this task, this task, this task, and I'll have done three of the tasks, mm. but there'll be one that I haven't done. Yeah. And then it just kind of gets lost in all the crossing out. Yep. Um, so I might, you know, start at the bottom, write it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Must do. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then my work at uni home side will be empty. Yeah. Oh my
0: gosh. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, my uni side is always, my uni side is always so vague. It's mm-hmm. like, read this, watch yeah. this maybe mm-hmm. if we, if you can.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Genuinely terrible. It for me, it's just like edit assignment. Yeah very vague it's very it's vague it's like complete module (laughs) yeah finish degree
0: yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's like survive yeah Yeah. totally all right so do you set up a certain time to do this
1: um i definitely start the day by doing this um okay i go through my emails i go through my messages i see what tasks i have to do and i'll write them all down Mm. and usually at the end of the day if i'm feeling like I need to go i need to finish now but i still have things i need to do yeah i go through and i take note of the things i haven't done i write down all the things that i need to do for the next day yeah just so i can keep on top of everything and then as things go up during the day i also add things there yeah um and i keep checking back regularly
0: mm, okay um yeah cool so would you recommend this practice to everyone
1: not to everyone no okay why um so i think some people it works really well for some people yeah i think for some people it doesn't and i've talked to other people and they're like i've tried it it doesn't work yeah in that case fine don't do it (laughs) great i mean definitely give it a go see if it works (laughs) for you yeah um it's definitely helped me yeah um but i think it helps if your brain works a certain way Mm. um then it will work for you if your brain doesn't work a certain way. My partner doesn't use lists at all because he keeps everything in his head.
0: Whoa. I have no idea. I can't relate.
1: I can't. Ooh, I, I not, have a not. diary on my phone. I would
0: genuinely lose my life. Like
1: <laughs> he's He knows all the things he's doing. He's got all of it in his head. I have to have a diary on my phone that yeah. gives me alerts when I have to do things. Yeah, me too. Um, otherwise, I forgot to go to the doctor once because I just forgot. <laughs>
0: Yeah, totally. No, Um, if I don't like, if I don't like make like multiple reminders that I have an appointment, I will just not go. Yeah.
1: So that's what the diet, what my list is really good for. Cause I can Mm. be like, oh yeah, I forgot to do that thing. Mm. I love lists.
0: Yeah. I feel so organized. Yeah.
1: So um, (laughs) it's definitely not a bad thing to try out, but yeah, Yeah. don't be discouraged, I guess, if it doesn't work for you. Just try different things.
0: Yeah, totally. There's so many different ways to be organized, like whether you're a note and like, you know, pen and paper person or you're a Notion person or a Google Calendar person or all that kind of stuff. There are so many different things. Definitely give them a try. And it's quite fun kind of figuring Mm. out what you do and don't like. Yeah. Um, Like I love Notion. I find Outlook so difficult to use i hate it it's just not like i've made it work Mm -hmm. but i just i it's just like the the death of me i've learned to love asana used to find it really confusing Mm. now i'm like okay this is my domain
1: yes it's actually working now (laughs) it's
0: actually working now Mm. which is really nice so anyway okay so we've come to almost the end but now we get to do open mic so this is where (laughs) gabriella is so excited this is where um this is the part of the show where the guest essentially gets to talk about anything that they're passionate about um doesn't have to be related to productivity get the feeling it won't be
1: (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so over to you gabriella what do you want to talk about so um i thought we could talk about uh reading because i love books (gasps) yay books i love it i love it um, I started really using good, Goodreads to, like, track yeah. my books, because when I was reading the the series during lockdown,
0: mm.
1: um, The Realm of the Elderlings, there was, like, 16 books, and I was making my way through them pretty steadily. Yeah. It took me, like, nine months, I think. Oh, yeah. Which is, like, I think a book every two weeks. Yeah, wow. And yeah. I oh my to, gosh. It was, like, to... hit me how many books that was. <laughs> <laughs> and like so the thing was like like after i finished i was like oh it would been really cool to see how long it would have taken me to read all those books yeah but i didn't keep track of it so sad so i started tracking the books that i read and it also like means that i can see what types of books i'm reading yeah yeah um Mm. so i've been really doing that last year i read 42 books oh my gosh whoa (laughs) that is
0: i don't even that's like a book like every like two weeks or
1: something yeah wow about that i think look some of them were, were
0: very small books right okay yeah you're reading like little like novellas
1: yeah there was one book i read which took me like two months yeah okay wow um that's a solid it was slog. Uh, that there i like bricks i like yep. books they're huge but this is mm. this is too much i didn't like it
0: yeah okay um, fair enough
1: and it also means that I can see like what kinds of books I read mm. this last year. I read a lot of fantasy because with work and study, um, I need, I need my brain to have some escapism. Yeah, totally. But it's also like great. Cause I could see that, you know, other times, um, I like reading books to expand my knowledge to mm. learn more. Yeah. Um, and if I'm reading a lot of fantasy books, I can be like, Oh no, now I have to read a Sensible book. Oh no! Now I have to read an educational book. <laughs> yeah, it's also good. That's so funny. Uh, I think I want to read a lot of books, and I forget which yeah, books I want me to read. Too. Yeah, So I can go through something I've discovered last year. It's like an app, or no, no. It's just Goodreads. I just save oh, okay. all the books I want to read. So there's on, no, there's no app. Well, there probably is an app. Okay, but you I just, just use don't Goodreads. It, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but I save all the books I want to read on Goodreads, and then hmm. I go into my local library catalog yeah and i reserve books i can look back and forth between the two windows oh no <laughs> and go and i just go through my list and yeah. just reserve like five books There's that i want no to read books at
0: gabriella's library
1: left <laughs> <laughs> well the issue was that uh, my library doesn't have enough books that i want to read oh no like in the actual library physical yeah. library so i had to order books from like the other surrounding libraries oh but. terrible that's so Sorry. that's my recommendation <laughs> um, is to, like, have a list of books and then go through and um, go through on your library internet catalogue yeah. and reserve them so they send them to your library and you can just pick them up.
0: That's so good. Yeah, I forget about libraries. I just, like, yeah. now I just associate them with, like, studying and, like, mm. textbooks. I don't associate with them, them with, like, enjoy, like, just in, like, reading for enjoyment which is interesting so I yeah mean, I guess it's because
1: you studied in libraries and I hated that yeah
0: so. <laughs> well yeah because I study in the library and so I just don't like I just forget that I'm like oh they actually have like other books here that yeah. aren't like for educational purposes like they have all the other books because I'm like oh I'll like order this book or I'll order this book and I'm like I can just like get it like for free yeah <laughs> just i just like read it and then like send it back and then if i want to buy
1: it i can buy
0: it myself like i forget about that so much yes, thank you for is, reminding me <laughs> this
1: is your reminder that libraries yeah. are basically free for the most part yeah utilize them yeah totally. go and get books that you want to read from there don't buy books unless it's a really good book yeah yeah reduce your impact on the economy that's good yes no that's, is, that a good, is that a good thing reduce your impact on the planet yeah, there we go. There Let's go. go with that. That's better. That's better. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I yeah, books. Yeah,
0: I've. Yeah, I think I've just forgotten. Yeah, that libraries, is, like, I was obsessed with them when I was little because I was, like, you know, bookworm nerd. So I was just there just, like, all the time. And it was, like, one of the only places where we lived that was, like, aircon. <laughs> so, and it was free Wi-Fi. And so my mum would literally just drop us off at the library and then go food shopping. And we would just, like, float around in the library and it was cool. And I loved it so much. And I've still, I've literally still got my library card from when I was, like, Twelve for like Wanneroo library in perth and it's like a gold one because i was a gold number because yeah you know, i got out so many <laughs> books but yeah and then as i got older now i'm a uni student and i'm just like oh yeah like if you go to the library it's literally just to study or mm-hmm. like get a textbook it's not to get like something
1: enjoyable i totally forgot about that yeah. i'd also like to remind people that um books you should read books to enjoy them Okay. Um, <laughs> what does this mean? So, like, I mean, I like to read books to educate myself. Yeah. I like to read books to challenge myself, but I think it's also fine to read books because you really enjoy it. Yeah, totally. It's better to read a enjoyable book and actually read it than mm. try and educate yourself and not read it. Yeah, totally. I think. Mm. Like, I've talked to a few people who were like, oh, I'd like to re- read more, but I started reading this book and I didn't really like it and I stopped reading. Yeah. And I want to finish it, but... I just can't be bothered. Yeah. And you know what? It's fine to read books for teenagers if mm, you enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's Good like... Good dystopian it's... novels. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man, the best book I... One of the best books I read last year was a teen... Like a YA. Yeah. And I read it in like a day
0: they're on it yeah you, they're honestly like you get so hooked like I yeah. remember reading like the Maze Runner like mm. series like so quickly like yeah. they were genuinely some of the best books I have mm. ever read and I would totally like I recommend even if yeah. you're an adult like if you're not a teenager they're just so good like they're yeah. just, and it is like so gripping and I think they have to be to keep yeah. teenagers engaged
1: <laughs> the, the other thing that kind of annoys me is as a kid I felt like I could go to any like kids bookshop or mm. kids section of bookshop any library with kids books and all the books were good yeah as an adult I go to libraries and I pick a book out Some and it's boring suck. yeah it's terrible I'm like how is this a, how is this available to be yeah. read yeah this literally. is awful
0: like who write this adults yeah. get so cocky yeah Yeah. its like oh, I'm just gonna write a book whereas like kids books like so much more niche. yeah yeah
1: I feel like I go to a. Uh, I still go to like I when I walk past kids library Kid sections. Mm. I'm like, I've read that one. I've read that one. I've read that one. I've read that one. Yeah, that was good. That was good. That was good. That was good. That was okay. That was good. That was good. That was good. They tend to not be as disappointing. Yeah, they're just really good books. Yeah, honestly. And I don't know if it's just because as kids we're less discerning. (laughs) I don't think so because like even the YA books. Yeah. Like some of them are just. I feel
0: like. I feel like it literally just like comes down to like publishers are so much more picky with, like, kids' hmm. books because, like, all oh, this actually needs to be good to, like, keep kids engaged. But yeah. it's, like, when you get to an adult and some dude walks in with a book and, like, the publisher's like, I don't really understand this, but, like, I'm sure it's, like, makes Mm. sense to someone or I'm sure like I'm sure it's good but I have no idea what it's about yeah but like I've heard that from so many like people who like do write book reviews and stuff like well I got like booktubers or something and they'll be like everyone was raving about this book but nobody understands Mm -hmm. like what it's actually about I feel like that's just such an adult thing like oh yes they are so like powerful and all-knowing and all this stuff when really it just didn't make sense and it was genuinely just so boring
1: (laughs) so yeah my reminder is just to read books that you enjoy totally and don't get caught up in like reading whatever's looks fancy whatever everyone else is reading if you enjoy something just do it totally yeah yeah and if you don't like a book drop it (laughs) yeah literally honestly don't waste your time
0: yeah like unless you're doing this for some like sort of like weird financial gain or anything like you don't have to like you really don't have to read it Mm. like you can just you can just and if you yeah and if you got it from a library then you can just like take it back and no one's gonna judge you and you didn't have to pay for it Mm -hmm. like so
1: good yeah I love perfect it. amazing that's, that's that's my that's my take
0: <laughs> I love it I love it I love that we got to speak about books for like, like 30 minutes in this <laughs> podcast So, anyway and that nicely brings us to the end of our show thank you so much Gabriella for being here it's been such a pleasure yeah
1: this is so nice I love talking about everything I think about
0: right it's so good I wish yeah I wish we could just have like random episodes where we just chatted about stuff I don't mm. know we'll, we'll, we'll see we'll see yeah <laughs> so for those those who want to find out more about you and what you do where mm-hmm. can they go
1: what can they look at so um, you can find my two podcasts on I think all podcast streaming mm, things YouTube, yeah Spotify um, you can look up room by room it's the home um, home organization Uh, podcast science insights podcast Mm -hmm. and on the house um, the household management science insights podcast Um, or you can find all of our other podcasts as well for Mm. all the other hosts yes you can you can find (laughs) us there yes Um, you can find
0: all of ours oh my gosh we've got 10 yeah yeah wow yeah you can go check us all out and they're all we'll leave the links to Gabriella's podcast in the descriptions below. Thanks so much guys for listening. Don't forget to like and subscribe on whatever platform you're on and we'll see you next week. Bye. You have been listening to Work in Progress, the personal productivity science insights podcast produced by the Life Management Science Labs. Listen to episodes from LMSL's 10 Life Management Perspectives on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or other podcasting apps on your smartphone. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider rating our show, sharing it, and subscribing to our channel as it helps others find us and us grow to bring you more quality resources. More of our work can be found on our website at pp.lmsl.net where you can join our movement. I'm Tia Hama. Thanks for tuning in.